Our moment in time today is the morning of June 2nd, 1763, when a group of Ojibwa Indians played a game of lacrosse outside the fort at Michilimackinac in northern Michigan. A lacrosse match near the fort was a regular occurrence, but the Ojibwa had devoted this particular game to King George III in celebration of his birthday. It was a special occasion, and a crowd gathered to watch the contest, including British soldiers, British and French merchants, and Ojibwa women, who made sure that they sat close to the gates of the fortress. The Ojibwa women were draped in large blankets, perhaps to keep warm from the chilly northern Michigan air. After the match had been going on a while, a player suddenly tossed the ball through the gates. A mad rush after the ball ensued, and as they approached the gates, they threw away their game sticks and retrieved a weapon from the women who had been concealing these weapons under their large blankets. The Ojibwa took control of the fort swiftly, which was their plan all along. The fall of Fort Michilimackinac was just one episode in a larger event often referred to as Pontiac's War. By the spring of 1763, the British had assumed control over the Great Lakes region after forcing out the French in the French and Indian War. The economic relationship between the French and the Great Lakes natives was relatively smooth. French merchants by this time had worked in the region for generations, but when the British took over, officials implemented new policies that disadvantaged the native groups. These groups saw no signs of friendship, despite British promises that the native groups would flourish after the French administrators were gone. Because of the hostile attitudes, rumors began to spread that the British intended to weaken the natives to later wage a great war against them. A Delaware Indian named Naolin claimed to receive prophetic visions that said white men were evil and they needed to be pushed off the continent. His message spread and inspired many throughout the Great Lakes. However, some who heard it altered the message. Only the British were evil, not the French. Native groups allied together in what some scholars call a pan-Indian force, which included Ojibwa, Ottawa, Potawatomi, Winnebago, Fox, Sauk, and Huron, just to name a few. The Ottawa Pontiac receives credit for initiating this idea, but in fact many of the native groups acted by their own volition. Most had grievances with the British, including the Ojibwa living near Michilimackinac. Through clever planning and military prowess, native groups took control of nearly all British fortresses in the Great Lakes. Detroit wasn't captured, but for months Pontiac and his fighters implemented a siege, surrounding the fort to encourage the British there to surrender. In response to this sudden warfare, British officials hurried the Proclamation of 1763, which declared all lands west of the Alleghenies off-limits to white settlement, which means Michigan, in the eyes of the British, became officially Indian territory, though in reality, the Great Lakes had been Indian country all along. I'm Matthew Thick, adjunct professor of history, and this moment in time is in production of the Delta College History Department and Delta College Public Radio.